My mom started making some calls back to Italy. I was comatose on the couch, feeling like I was in a bad dream. I heard her tell my dad the baby had died. I could tell it was a distraught call. He offered to tell my sisters and my aunts in Italy. She then called my aunt in New Mexico as well, I think. Well, she must have since she came to the funeral. I just don't remember. It's all a blur. Thinking back, it was such a surreal day when I wasn't sitting or crying. I slowly paced the house like a zombie, waiting and weeping. I did not watch TV, read, or listen to the radio. I was just there, thinking too much. Our old life, the one that included and was planned around the sun we were fervently awaiting, was over. Our new life, the one where we had to learn to live without him, had not yet begun. We were in limbo. He was gone, but he was with us. Was I still pregnant? I surely looked pregnant, but my baby was no longer alive inside of me. And I carried him inside of me not because of courage or dedication, but because I had to. When my friend Kelly heard the news, she immediately came over to offer her shoulder. She will never know how much it meant to me. Finally, at 8 a.m. the next morning, the hospital called to say that they could squeeze me in and we prepared to leave. I thought it was fascinating how much I had been worrying about childbirth these last few months, and now, as I was getting ready to leave, I was not worried about it at all. I suppose I was just too heartbroken and filled with grief to worry about physical pain. The emotional pain was just too immense. It still felt like a cruel joke to need to go through the whole labor and delivery on top of the death. All that pain for what? As I packed my bag, I brought the little outfit I was planning to bring him home with. It was a pure white onesie with a bib that read, Hugs and Kisses. Never in my wildest dreams did I think I would be burying him in it.